0: Today on The Breakdown, it's an old school, $100, $200 cash game hand from old timer Perlaid Friedman. That's right. Spirit Rock is playing in this one. And he is up against Andy, who is, of course, a Live at the Bike regular. And they get involved in a hand that some might say defies believability and expectation and understanding. We're not saying that, but some might. You're going to find out what we say right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Hey!
1: I feel like that was a pretty misleading open. (laughs) Which part, man? You said it was an old-school hand. I know I screwed that up. His hand came out like a week ago.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I meant like, I screwed it up. I mean, that part I screwed up. Because I meant to say Prahlad was an old-school player, but since I mispronounced his name the first time we did this, so we're, this was the second take of the opening. I uh, I screwed that sentence up. Is what happened. But besides that, I think I nailed it. Don't you think the you know, it defies yeah.
1: understanding <laughs> yeah, and believability? No, that was good, right? No, you nailed it. Um, so you know, I'll take that. I think it is. It is interesting to see Pralad. I think the last time I remember seeing him on TV was the big game from 2010 mm, when, when he,
0: Vanessa Selbst was. Uh, like, five betting all in with jack seven off against his pocket aces. Yeah, that was a
1: nice moment for him, I'm for sure.
0: For, like, $110,000 or yeah. something.
1: He I, I, I like bet that. he enjoyed that quite a bit. Yeah. That was a good a good day for Prahlad. Not sure if this day is going to be that good for Prahlad. He is playing against Andy. As we have seen Andy on this show before, he's just kind of always putting in massive action. Yes. Like, too much action. Too much action. All the time. But he's got the bankroll to be playing this 100, 200, 200 game, so... He's either doing something right or has a lot of money from something else.
0: I mean, could be both. Could be neither. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Isaac Carlisle, do you know? Well, the one thing I do know about him is that he suggested this hand on Twitter.
1: Wow, that's why I brought him up. I thought there was a reason I was thinking about Isaac Carlisle. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's the reason. Isaac, of course, a Hall of Famer, suggested this hand on Twitter. We are the Poker Guys, or at Two Poker Guys on Twitter. Include a YouTube link and a timestamp when you suggest a hand, or you'll never be a Hall of Famer like Isaac. But let me say something about the Hall of Fame. Okay. It's a liquid Hall of Fame. It's not like you're a Hall of Famer and you're just
0: you got a plaque and it's there and you're good forever. It doesn't matter what you do. Like it matters from here on out. Like that that shit changes. You know what I mean? Like there's only so many spots, and you can be replaced, Isaac. So don't sit on your damn laurels. That's all. I'm out. I don't know why you're so punitive with the Hall of Famers. I I just think, you know, I don't want him to think like, well, I've made it. You know, I don't want him to think like, I don't have to do anymore. No, you you always have to work. You always got to (laughs) grind.
1: You got to keep grinding if you want to stay in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Is that a normal thing for most Hall of Fames? Hank Aaron is still out there hitting home runs. I mean, I think all the Hall of
0: Fames would be better for it, don't you? If there are only like a 100 spots in every Hall of Fame, how much better would the Hall of
1: Fames be? There would be such a massive recency bias. Yeah. It would be a real problem. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> It'd be great. It would be such a problem.
0: <laughs> yeah. There'd be some issues.
1: But yeah. you know, there's issues anyway. Sure. Sure. Should be called the Hall of Greatness.
0: That is one of the issues. Why is it called the Hall of Fame? I don't know. But we all understand it to mean you know, the Hall of Greatness.
1: Like, is is Meta World Peace gonna make the Hall of Fame? Because no. he should. He's more famous than a lot of people in the Hall of Fame. Well,
0: um Yeah. That's a fair point. But it's weird. So we all understand what the Hall of Fame means, and no one ever gets caught up in the fame part of it. Yeah. And yet, and I, I know we're talking about sports here for a second, but yeah. too bad yeah, I'm yeah, doing this. With it. Um, but people get crazy caught up in most valuable player. It's just valuable player. Valuable, and they really think about this, you know, get caught up in the semantics of it and all this kind of stuff. We all know what that's supposed to mean, right? It means yes. best player, right? Right. Because the best player is almost always going to be the most valuable player, right? Yeah. And you can find ways maybe to say, well, this guy has more value than this guy. But, but, you know, like really what we're it's supposed to mean is best player. Why can't we all just agree on that? Like LeBron didn't win the MVP for the finals the year they lost to the uh, Warriors a few years ago, even though he had the best finals anyone's ever had. Yeah. By a lot. Right. Like, come on, man. That's yeah. all. That's all right. Rant over. Yeah. Come on, Isaac. Yeah, <laughs> Carlisle, you better, you're on probation right now. <laughs> We're keeping an eye on you for this Hall of Fame thing.
1: Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. good job.
0: Good job, everybody. Let's get to the hand. Okay. 100,
1: 200, 200 big blind anti-cash game. Everybody's super deep, as you will see. Prahlad Friedman, blast from the past, spirit rock. He's a vegan. He wants you to know about it. He's got $114,000 in front of him. He's going to raise with two queens, queen of diamonds, queen of clubs, in the hijack to eight hundred. Seems pretty normal to me. $114,000 is a lot of blinds. Yeah. I just want to be clear. That's like 60
0: some odd blinds there, right? 60 blinds? Sorry, 600 and change. (laughs) Yeah. 600 blinds and change. Yeah. Okay. That's a huge amount. All right, cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, He doesn't have the most chips in the hand, Jonathan. Also, Garrett folded already, and he had like 160K. Yeah. So these guys are just super deep. Yeah. This game plays bigger than a 100-200 game. You know? Yeah. So, Prahlad opens the two queens in the hijack to 800. Okay. Andy, who we've seen before, is kind of a nutbag. Yes. Kind of goes crazy all the time. Just calls with King Queen on the button. Okay. Not very Andy like. No. Also, when you're this deep, you could really decide to three bet. Yeah. But you could,
0: you know what? But it's never wrong to call with King Queen on the button. It's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. He's got uh,
1: 126K in front of him. So he's feeling fine. Yeah. Unless he, you know, Recently lost it all and bought back. You know, it's a cash game. I don't know how he's feeling. Or, you know, like a pet died or something. Yeah, then, well, unless he hated the pet. Oh, maybe the pet died. Maybe he had a hand in it. Is that what you're saying? You're uh, implying I don't know. killed I don't his know. own pet? I'm not saying that's exactly what wow. happened. I'm just saying, what if? That's all I can ask here. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, he calls on the button with king, queen. Yeah. Off suit, king of clubs, queen of spades. Nobody else calls. The pot is 2100. We're heading to a flippity flop. Great. But you know what? I got something to say. If you don't have the
0: balls (laughs) to, you know, check out nitrogen sports poker, then I don't even want to know you. Really? Yeah. That's what I'm saying.
1: So if they don't have the cojones,
0: the the stones.
1: What about for our female listeners? The steel ovaries. Okay, good. I'm right there. Be inclusive. Yeah. To check out nitrogen sports poker room. Yeah. What is that?
0: Oh, I'm glad you asked. I don't even know. Let me tell you all about it. It's an online poker room, but it's more than that, Grant. It's more than that. There's a, a casino. I mean, you can play casino games. There's sports betting, and it's all Bitcoin only, which may sound challenging to some of you out there, but actually it's great because it means you get your money in and out super fast. It's like 90 minutes to get your money in and out, which is... You know, industry standard. Sorry, it's not industry standard. It's like the standard of the industry. How dare you say? Yeah, I, standard. I miss. I misspoke. There's there. no
1: other poker site that I've ever used that you can get your money out in 90 minutes. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Like, um,
0: like for example, like one of the more popular poker uh, online sites is Ignition, and like that takes days to get your money out. Yeah, literally days. That's a big deal. Um, now, there's other cool things about this as well. Not only do they have really good software and things like that, but at the end of every month, you may know about this. We have a tournament. It is a special term that you have to use the link in the description of this podcast to even be able to play. you got to sign up using that link. But then you get this incredible spot every month where it's this massive overlay. They put up a 1,000 buy-ins. We usually get like 80 people, which means, you know, it's like you buy, you buy in once, it's like 12 buy-ins worth of stuff in the prize pool. That's right. I said stuff. Entries in the prize pool. I love stuff. So that's that's an amazing thing and so it's it's like pure profit basically it's it's yeah. hard not to make money and it's a super cheap buy in these days it's a tenth of a millibit which means it's about 40 cents based on the current moment that this is when we're when we're you recording anyway You should
1: stop with the current price stuff I just always want people if, to get if a sense of it com, If the thing's coming out in 2 weeks you never know It could
0: be a dollar but so what I mean the point is it's cheap Yeah I'm saying it's less than a dollar I yeah. should just say that It's less than a dollar to buy in um it's an incredible deal and you get to play with
1: some of the people in the community So Get in there. Get you some poker. That's what I ought to say. I miss the old video ads where you would tell the price of Bitcoin and, and the math wouldn't add up. You'd always make the <laughs> prize pool be like the price of Bitcoin was 5% higher than what yeah. you talked about. The Yeah, buying. I remember doing that. Yeah, yeah. that was fun.
0: It's, good, it's times. good
1: times. Yeah. So get on that nitrogen sports poker train and go traveling to prosperity. It's like the Trans-Siberian Railroad. Yeah. Except it's not cold and shitty. It's good. Right. And you can bet on sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, all of that stuff. All right. So we've got Prahlad with two queens, queen of diamonds, queen of clubs. Andy with king of clubs, queen of spades. $2,100 in the pot. The flop is jack of spades, three of clubs, four of clubs. Good flop for Prahlad. Yeah. Nothing Against burger. most players, he's not going to get much action. Right.
0: Now, they're deep enough that Andy actually probably should call a bet on the flop. Since he's in position, he's, he's got, got two back doors and overs. Yeah, yeah I agree. But yeah, but not not like you wouldn't expect this hand to go on very very long most of the time.
1: But Prahlad is not going to bet. He's going to check, which is an interesting choice. That is interesting. I think he knows a thing or two about Andy. I think yes. that's what that says. Yeah. Like Andy can't help himself but bet 600 here, which is what he does. Yep. He bets super small. 600 into 2100. Yeah, that's that is super small. Do we make anything of the sizing or do we think this is just Andy taking a little stab? I think it's just Andy taking a stab. He's saying, you know, what's the flop?
0: Jack, Jack, three, four, four, three, two yeah. clubs. I mean, Pralad's never folding two sevens for this price. What is he trying to fold out? He's not folding ace queen for this price. Who, Andy? You mean? Yeah. What's Andy trying to fold fold out from ace from, high? Bad ace highs, I guess. Like ace 10 with no back doors? Okay, maybe. Maybe something like that. There's not very many hands that are going to fold. But although Andy, they're deep enough that I guess Andy is like, yeah, yeah, it's a multi-street plan. It'll be fine. I'm obviously going to bet again yeah. if he checks. Andy
1: for sure is, right? So,
0: yeah. So, I guess, so in his mind, he can bet small and just start to tell a story. Um, and
1: then later on, he can, you know, have it all work out or maybe improve. Well, here's where the weirdness starts. Okay. Prahlad's going to raise to 2,000. Yep. Yeah. Which I got to believe is an Andy-dependent play. He's like, all right, Andy's going to bet a lot of stuff. He's going to call with a lot of stuff. I mean, that's the
0: trick of it, right? It's like, it's not so much that Andy's going to bet, but raising here, you're raising for value, and you really
1: you kind of need Andy to be able to call with a lot of things for this to be worth doing. Right. I mean, there's a couple things that can happen here that are advantageous for Prahlad. Andy can start stationing with any pair, which I believe Andy would start doing right now. I mean, they're deep enough he's probably supposed to call
0: a lot of the time. Right. Um, if he's got a jack, let's this say. This is a
1: way to charge the flush draws more than he would have otherwise charged them. hmm That's true. And the straight draws. Yep. Um, and he might induce from Andy's random bluffs sometimes because Andy's crazy. Yep. The problems are, of course, if Andy's bluffing, he's certainly not always going to induce. And he's just going to give up the bluff and Prelat only gets the 600 instead of getting maybe three streets of check calls. Um, yeah, maybe. That's true. That's true. Um, it's... Bu- yeah,
0: I guess that's right. I mean, this is being out of position just makes this like, uh, always makes it tougher. You know, being in position is just so much easier with this stuff because you're always sure. worried about checking and having it check, go check, check. And it's a, a wetish, wet enough board that bad things can happen. You know, if you're in position, you can always avoid that.
1: As as Prahlad, I would just be concerned that I'm giving up so much money of river and turn bets that Andy's just going to bomb away with the seven, eight of diamonds because mm-hmm. he's crazy and he can't help himself yeah so in,
0: so instead of check raising blowing him off all yeah. his bluffs just keeping him all alive and just holding on right. basically almost almost no matter what the board runs out as yeah. right i mean there's certain routes maybe we can get away from but like an ace coming isn't enough reason to fold against andy. right
1: but if prahlad believes that andy let's i'm just making this up but if prahlad believes that andy is not folding any pair uh any flush draw, any straight draw and he's going to raise with a fair amount of those. And Perlado, of course, is not going to fold to a three-bet if he's putting him on this type of range. Yeah, He's also going to sometimes get a raise from a pure bluff. Then I understand that this is a way to build the pot against a guy who's going to have way too wide of a range. I
0: mean, there's more than that, too. Like, we've done a hand where Andy three-bet the flop with top pair. on. He had Jack 10, and I think it was a 10-high board, I think. Right. And he just three-bet the flop, and it was super weird. And so if he's capable of doing that kind of a thing, now
1: there's all these hands we can get value from. Right. It, it becomes a little scary, but you just have to know that when you're going into a hand with Andy, yeah. playing in a super deep, 600 blind deep situation where you're like, well, I really hope he doesn't have it this time. There aren't that many ways he can have it, and that's right. good Right, he just news. has to have a set of threes, set of fours. Now, we have seen Andy slow play pocket jacks preflop before. I think the last time we saw oh, him, yeah. he ended up being a garbage human, but just called with jacks out of the small blind. Okay. That's a late position opener.
0: Okay, So it's so not he- a
1: guarantee that he doesn't have jacks. But it is less likely. Yeah. And he can have three, four suited. Three, four suited. Yeah. That's all the value. He's got some hands with decent equity, like the nut flush draw. Of course. Combo draws. Combo draws and stuff like that. Straight draws. Yeah, of course. But we just have to survive that because it's Andy and we just can't.
0: I mean, there are some death cards. There's there's ways it could run out where like the straight and the flush could all come in. Um, Although we have the queen of clubs in our hand, which helps a little bit. Yeah. Um, over cards along with the straight and the flush can come in, you know, that makes it a little easier to find folds down the road. But I think against most of the, most of the ways the hand runs out, if we're going to play it this way, we're going to have to hold on against yeah. Andy specifically. Right. I agree. Well, because when he, because th- if he were to three bet, he's telling such a particular story, like his value range is so narrow, ultimately
1: that you just like, whatever, man. The like, reason Jonathan is so concerned with Andy three betting is because he does three bet. Yeah. In fact, in the end, and he does three, bet the king queen high, it's crazy to fifty six hundred. Wow. Now, as Perlad, you have to have done your research and be prepared for this. And if you're going to check raise no repair, certainly there are players that if you somehow decided to check raise no repair against, you would never call a three bet against. Right. But Andy is not one of those players. Nope. Andy Garrett. Those are guys you probably have to hold on against. Right. And like it's so weird because Andy has nothing to do with the board except the king of clubs. Uh, Well, backdoor second out flush. Well, he's also got the straight draw, backdoor straight draw. draw, (laughs) Yeah,
0: like a ten is ten of clubs is like the dream card for him, right?
1: Okay, he has less to do with the board than a lot of hands that he would have, right?
0: No, I'm just saying, like the king of clubs is and the 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 club draw and the straight draw are pretty similar in terms of the backdoor equity. That's all.
1: So, what do you think Andy's trying to accomplish with this race when Pralad decides to check raise? He just thinks Pralad is on a random bluff.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay. So if Prolot is on a random bluff, then this is gonna work.
1: Yeah, if Prolod has ace ten of diamonds and decided like Andy's gonna bet a lot so I can check raise and just scoop that six hundred dollars or I mean, whatever. Yeah, I guess.
0: Uh I guess maybe Andy also thinks like Prolot is probably going to um like if Prelot has an overpair, first of all, you have to believe Prelot is capable of doing this with an overpair, which I wouldn't necessarily know that if I was Andy. Well, what is he capable of doing it with? Well, it's like sets, big combo draws, you know, big nut flush draws, stuff like that, right? That would be be the things I would think he would have more often. I guess he can have the 4-3 suited also, right? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, he's got... Prahlad's got a few more value hands in his range, but also it's pretty thin. So maybe he just thinks like... uh, But you have to believe Prahlad has value hands that aren't monsters, that can decide to fold on the flop like he has except except i don't know if prahlad's really gonna decide to fold against andy.
1: how could anybody decide to fold against andy i don't think anything. how you ever could i think this is a terrible plan by andy um i don't like this play it's this is not good i mean like sure sometimes Pralad has a seven of diamonds and is just doing some random style bluff yeah but the majority of the time he's going to have either one of those super strong hands or combo draws Or he'll know that it's Andy and have a hand like Ace Jack or the hand that he has and be deciding that's the best way to get value and absolutely cannot fold to a three bet. I just feel like Andy's telling, as usual, kind of a bad story. He's saying I have a set. Right.
0: But he's saying he has a set. I don't know. Like, I think it plays so much better to call this raise if if you want to keep playing the hand and raise the turn. Raise a lot of turns. I agree. That's a stronger story. And that feels much more like a set. Then like three because sets sets can three bet, of course. Sure. But um, you know, they're not always going to. Sometimes they're gonna wait a card, make sure like a quote safe card comes off before they raise. Yeah. Of course, from Andy's point of view, every card is a safe card, right? They're a all club, bluffing cards. They're all <laughs> <laughs> but like everything's scary potentially, right? Like if you if a if a brick comes, he could raise repping a set. If a club comes, he can raise repping a flush. Yeah. If a straight card comes, he can raise repping the straight. He can raise he can represent anything he wants, you know. Everything's available for him to, to rep. He gets to be in position. He doesn't have to bloat the pot. I just don't know what the... I think he tells a much more credible story. Also, he can tell a story now of if he calls this raise, I have a jack. And if any card comes in that also makes a reasonable two pair for a jack, like a queen or a 10 or a king... Or a jack. Or another jack. Yeah. Even a nine, he could... He can have top two now. Yeah. Like, these are all very reasonable things he could have. So that's going to be a much better story, I think, most of the time than this three-bet, which well, seems crazy to Andy
1: me. And you might think you can tell that story anyway, because like you said, we have seen him three-bet top pair before. Eh, that's a fair point. That is a fair point. I don't know if Prahlad did that deep of a dive into the research on Andy to know that. You'd have to have your opponent know that about you in order yeah. to make it work. Either way, this feels just kind of like, kind of like a dick-measuring thing. Like, Andy does pretty frequently where he's just like i'm gonna bet more than you're gonna call i believe the term the kids like to use is spew yeah this feels little, like spew yeah it does and prahlad calls and he has to if he knows anything about andy which i assume he does that's probably why he check raised in the first place
0: i mean it's one of these spots where it's like well i hope i don't lose you know like hundred and twenty thousand dollars. right, right now. but it, you but, can't
1: you can't play this hand as a check raise and then fold to an andy three bet i agree yeah i agree So he calls. The pot is now $13,300, which is crazy because it's a 100-200 game. Yep. And now we're just heading to the turn. There was no three-bet preflop, by the way, which is the nine of clubs. That's a sick card. That's a pretty sick card because now Andy picks up the gut shot and the second nut flush draw. It's one of the dream cards. Prahlad, of course, also picks up the third nut flush draw.
0: Yeah. That's not a card Prahlad wanted to see. It is really not, because Andy definitely got there with his flush draws. Right. Which Andy really... Like, I think Andy probably plays his flush draws this way more often than he plays his, his um sets this way, is my guess. Yeah. Like, my guess. I, I could be wrong about that, but seems like it. So, yeah, it's not great.
1: But we have the queen of clubs in our hand. But Perlada has outs against a lot of the flushers that and, got there. And we
0: block flush draws, which is good, too. So maybe, you know, Andy doesn't always have a Always have a flush. Right.
1: And it's Andy, and Prahlad can't just be like, well, I guess that's it. I'm done with the hand. Cause
0: no, it's, cause it's of course Andy. not. With the Queen of Clubs and, and the overpair, and it's Andy, it's, it feels like you just can't fold against
1: this guy, man. No. All right. So Prahlad checks. Yeah. I think that's the only reasonable course of action here. Agreed. Andy on this card is kind of forced to continue his bluff. I think I he was probably going to anyway, but it's actually a good card to continue bluffing on.
0: Yeah. Like, it, the only better card is the Ten of Clubs.
1: Yeah. And uh, so, so Andy bets 8K into the thirteen three, and Prahlad promptly calls. Yep. I don't see any other course of action for, for Prahlad here. Yep. I think if Prahlad didn't have the
0: Queen of Clubs in his hand, he might fold this turn. But it's a pretty straightforward call with the Queen of Clubs in his
1: hand. It is. You ready for some sickness? I love the sickness. I'm ready for it. Get up, get up, get down with the sickness. The pot is $29,300. Okay. The river is the ace of clubs. Yeah. The sickest possible card. That is the sickest possible card. Because not only does it make the second nut flush for, for Prahlad, it makes the nut flush for Andy. And it means that the ace of clubs is not out there. So there's no fear of, like, one of the players having the ace of clubs. Right. Because yeah. it's on the board. Right. Yeah. So Prahlad's going to do something weird here. He's going to donk. He's going to mm-hmm. lead into Andy. Yeah. For 20K. Yeah. I assume he's trying to get called by a weaker flush. Right.
0: He's hoping and this is what it's got to be, right? He's got to hope. Andy has the Jack X of clubs or just the Jack of clubs X. Cause yeah. it's Andy. Maybe he can have Jack 10 with the Jack of clubs. Maybe he can have Jack X of clubs. Jack X of clubs makes a whole lot. More Jack sense. X of clubs
1: makes a ton of sense.
0: Yeah. Um, so he's, he'd be concerned that Andy's going to check back the Jack of clubs specifically, but might feel obligated to call with it. Cause it's, it's, you know, way, way up there in, in his distribution. Of course. Like if he can have sets and he can have bad flushes, this is one of the best flushes, right? Yeah. So so that's what I think he's trying to get called by specifically, is exactly the Jacket Clubs with with whatever the kicker
1: is. I don't know. I would think I think maybe you could get called by that, but I don't know about this bet. When I think like what is what kind of bluff does Perlot have? Can he ever have a bluff? That's an interesting question. Let's think it through. Uh
0: I don't believe he would turn, like, a set into a bluff here. No. I don't think he has that many sets anyway. No. But let's say he, if he had, like, top set, he's probably just re-raising the flop, right? He's probably forebanging the flop, hoping Andy has one of the other sets. Yeah. Or a big combo draw and just, like, let's go. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a favorite. Good yeah. enough. Um, so if he doesn't have a set, which he'd be turning into a bluff, he could have... Okay. He could be turning a bad flush into a bluff. If he had, like, the five, seven of clubs or something like that. Five why, six o'clock. clubs because showdown value. He does have pretty good showdown and value, and, and sometimes he'll be good. Yeah, okay, that's probably not a good. That's probably not good. You're right. Um, I don't know though. What else does he have here? Jack nine at diamonds. He's got top two, and he's gonna. He's like this may not be good enough to. But the thing is, it's sort of, that's sort of, Jack and I Diamonds and having, like, the five of clubs in your hand is almost the same thing, Yeah, I mean, right? you'd
1: rather play as a bluff catcher against Andy. Because Andy can show up with anything. Yeah. Right. I don't disagree. I think this is a bad bet by Prahlad. Because he doesn't have any bluffs. He, it's, like, face up. Yeah. Yep, it's pretty face up. He's got, like, the king of clubs or the queen of clubs pretty much every time. I mean, usually he's got the king of clubs, I yeah. would think.
0: Not the queen of clubs, right? right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, this is bad, right? Uh... I know you don't want I don't to know. hate on the spirit rock. But well, I, I'm see. I'm just wondering. Like, it's one of those
0: spots where, I guess, if Andy's going to be really bluffy, we want to set ourselves up to hero a lot, right? Which is what your which is your point. Um, if Andy, this may be a board you're just so concerned about him checking back on, and you, you're trying to like find a way to get value from your hand, and you're worried you're just not going to get it. Right? I
1: mean, it's but. It just all, it all doesn't make sense to me as far as like how his, his range is so unbalanced towards having a flush here, Prahlad's is, and, and a good flush. Yeah. And this isn't, by the way, Prahlad bet the turn and then bet the river. It's Prahlad got three-bet on the flop, check called the turn. Yeah. And now is leading the river. Yeah. It's pretty transparent. So if he had the king of clubs, would you want him to check that too? Yes, absolutely. So you just want to check everything and let, Band, and let Andy bet? On this run out, yes. Okay. I don't think there's any other way to do it. Because it's Andy though. That's a big reason, yeah. Yeah. Because I think like
0: against some players, you have to bet these hands. Like against who? Um it's hard for me to think of people who are not in our five ten poker time game. You know, that's like who I immediately started thinking of, which yeah, is I'm sure you can think of other people. Yeah, I'm sure I could. Okay, so who are people people who are just um like not bluffy. <laughs> people who are unlikely to fire the river as a bluff. Phil Locke. Phil Locke isn't going to fire the river that often as a bluff. Okay. Yeah. So the concern if we had the, if we had the king of clubs in our hand is that Phil's going to check back almost all the clubs he has. Yeah. And, but those are hands he might decide to call with if we bet.
1: Okay, but what about when we have the queen of clubs in our hand?
0: Okay. I think it plays pretty similarly because we're going to know where we're at against Phil Locke when we have the queen of clubs in our hand, right? right? If Phil Locke took
1: this line against us, would we donk the queen of clubs? For value? That's an interesting question.
0: Um, Well, the only thing we're losing to is the king of clubs. That's good. Yes. We are going to fold out a lot of things. I think including the jack of clubs. I don't know if that's true. I mean, he knows he's, I mean, he can't be any value, obviously. And what are are the bluffs? What? And what are the bluffs? The th- problem is, if, if Phil Lock is checking back, if he has no bluffs and he's checking back
1: the Jack of Clubs and worse, then, like... It's, a, it's still a Game Theory disaster. He's folding the Jack of Clubs and calling with the King of Clubs or raising with the King of Clubs.
0: I mean, it's but it's a disaster either way, right? If we check, we're going to pay off the King of Clubs and Phil isn't going to bluff anything. So, so we we're f- going to lo- lose that bet either way. It's not really a Game Theory disaster because of that. Okay, but... The situation, I understand we like don't locally have, it is, we, but we,
1: we have literally zero bluffs, right? As per like how could we have, it's a bluff? really
0: hard for me to come up with a hand we can get here with that is a bluff. Now I'll, I will acknowledge that I'm really struggling to, to come up with anything. I'm trying, okay, but I can't do it. I've been unable to do it. Are we in agreement? Then it's a bad bet. I'm not sure it's a bad bet because you're, you're so sure that these guys are going to fold the jack of clubs. I'm not so sure. I mean, if we're we targeting one card. It's, the most like, it's a very likely card, though, when, it, when, the, when he got three-bet on the flop.
1: Remember uh, that. I mean, it's a less likely card if it's Phil Locke or a player who's not Andy. Oh, yeah. It's a much less likely card than the combo draws, which are lower flushes. Um, yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, like,
0: Phil Locke, I don't know how many three-bets Phil Locke has in his range. Yeah. It isn't pocket jacks there, you right. know, honestly. So and, may, and maybe the five, six of clubs. Right. And none of those are paying you off no matter what. Yeah. But if you check, none of them are betting either. True. So it's sort of all, is, it's all But you're same. just th-
1: firing 20, 20K into the abyss. Right. You're not you, giving anybody a chance to bluff, no matter who they are. Your ho- right, but if you think Phil Locke doesn't have, isn't,
0: isn't going to be bluffy here on this river. It's
1: more likely that he's going to bluff the river than he's going to call with a worse hand, in my opinion.
0: I mean, I don't know if that's true. I understand you're saying that, but I don't think, I don't know if that's actually true. Like, if Phil Locke has the Jack of Clubs, I just don't know if that's true.
1: How does he have the Jack of Clubs, though? Some people go a little nuts
0: with a pair and a flush draw. Phil Locke doesn't. If we're talking about Phil lock, Phil lock doesn't. That's absolutely true. And in fact, the type of player it's look, it's really anybody, all the type of players I'm talking about who, if they three bet the flop, they always have a set or, or a combo draw. That's it. Yeah. And it's almost always a set, by the way, when they're this deep, it's a set and it's probably a set of jacks. Honestly, like they don't love their life. They probably are going to re-raise a set of fours or a set of threes, but they're re-raising to do what? If they get four bet, I don't know, maybe throw it away. Right. Um, but whatever. Okay, so they can, they can have the sets. I don't know what else they can even have. They may not even have combo draws very often. Oh, well, they might, but... If, they might, but if, they if, may just call with that. You know, when, they're, when, you're the, when you're 600 blinds deep. Yeah. You might just call because it's like, I mean, what am I getting in against? It's like, not, it's not good. It's
1: real bad. Real, real bad. I feel like this is a bad defensive bet from Pralad's era. Uh, it's hard to argue. I, I mean, we
0: need to have some bluffs here for this to, for this to work as, right. a, as a bet. And I, since I can't think of any, it's really hard for me to really, to argue this, even though I want to. Um,
1: so let's shoot us back into to okay. the real world where he's playing against Andy. Yes. I think it's worse than playing against a player like Phil lock. Agreed. Because Andy's going to bluff a lot of the time.
0: This is a great card for Andy specifically to continue to, to bluff on. Right. um, Andy's checking back all his clubs, but he's probably folding his clubs anyway when we bet. I yeah. agree with you. Um, I don't know if he's folding the jack of clubs, but he's probably folding all the other ones. Mm-hmm. He may fold the jack clubs anyway. Um, and Andy's the kind of guy who can have anything. Yeah, he can just show up with some weird stuff here. There's a lot of guys on the live at the bike like that. Andy's one of them, and it feels like a check call. Also, this way we get to make sure we don't get bluffed if Andy loses his mind and doesn't have it. You right? Because Andy's bluffy. If we bet and he raises. Are we calling? Or are we folding? If we know what we're doing, if we know what we're calling, maybe it's no. Then we can lose more money though, right? We, yeah. That's why we get to control the pot. Yeah, yeah. I guess check calling makes sense. Yeah, I want to say more, but I don't have any more to say. It's just like you know, it's too bad we got effectively the second nuts. I guess yeah. Andy can have the deuce two, 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 five of clubs once he can. in a
1: while. You can. Okay. Andy can have it a lot more than Prolad can have it.
0: Oh yeah, Prolad basically never has it, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I really don't like this bet. You, I guess. Partially don't like it. Yeah, no, I'm mostly on your side. Mostly okay. on your side. Just love to disagree, though. It's fun. Yeah. Feels good. Got to, You know, you got to talk these things through. Got to get into it. All right, so Prahlad bets 20K into the 29,300. He's got the queen of clubs with two queens on the jack three, four, two club flop. There was another club on the turn, the nine of clubs, and the ace of clubs on the river. He's got the second nut flush, although it is the third nuts. He's bet 20K. Andy, who has the second nuts with the king of clubs. And is not concerned about Prahlad having deuce five of clubs. No. Fair enough. Raises to 46K.
0: Yes. As well. I mean, he clearly should be raising here. Should he raise more? Because he's Andy? Because anything?
1: Like, because of all reasons?
0: Well, like- I mean, here's, here's what you're fighting with, right? You know, Prahlad, the best hand he ever has is the queen of clubs in his hand. Yes. And you're like, can he call
1: any any raise? Well, similar to the argument you made, that convinced me about Matt Berkey betting big against Garrett Adelson yes. in a recent podcast. Isn't he going to get called with basically the same frequency if he raises bigger by the Queen of Clubs? I think it's a
0: really good point. Um, I don't think he should go all in or anything like that, but I think he could definitely make it... 55 or something? Yeah, 53, 52, something like that. Something that feels a little bit more like, go away, I'm repping a big hand. Yeah. Um, please, really. It's not, the price isn't super inviting. Instead, he's making the price crazy inviting, which is fine, I mean, if he has a lot of bluffs at this price too, cool, but does he? I mean, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Andy does weird stuff,
0: so maybe. I mean, it's really hard for Andy to have a bluff here, mainly because I know I'm sort of moving up past the price thing for a second, but um, because Pallad absolutely can have the king of clubs in his hand. Yes, he can. That like, is a key point here. He Prahlad could
1: just as easily have pocket kings as pocket queens.
0: Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, and if he had pocket kings, he really since he bet pocket queens here, he can really bet pocket kings here yeah. too. Clearly, right?
1: Per- Perla could have the king jack with the king clubs. Yeah,
0: yeah, or king jack of clubs even. Yeah, you know, and have although usually he's no, maybe he isn't always going to raise that on the turn. It's Andy. Yeah, right? let, like in a check bomb away. And now he's like on the river. He's like, all right, all right. I guess I yeah. better bet it just in case you have something. But again, maybe I, I kind of agree with you. Like let Andy bluff. It's a scary board, Let Andy Bluff. Yeah. We have a really good Bluff catcher. We have a great... We have, like, one of the best Bluff... Basically, the best Bluff catcher, right? Right. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, Prahlad leads the 20K. Andy raised to 46K. And Prahlad goes into the tank. Yeah. And what he's thinking is, how can I be beat? How does this this guy have the king of clubs or the deuce five of clubs? Well, the deuce five of clubs makes sense 100%.
0: Like, perfect sense. Except that... Does he really call with that pre-flop? That's the only question you have I think there. he does, but... I don't know if he does or not. Yeah. Assuming he does. Oh, if he does, then Everything of else makes sense. Yeah, he might have really three-bet that on the flop. Yeah. I mean, he might not have, but he really could have. Yeah. It's fair.
1: I mean, it's an open-ended straight flush draw. Yeah. So... That's pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah, the deuce five of clubs, that one combo makes sense, that beats Perlad. Yep. If it wasn't Andy, the only other clubs that make sense, which you pointed out before the podcast, is... King Jack of clubs. Yeah. Which most players are just going to call the check raise with, by the way. But I guess some players will three bet with.
0: Yeah. Andy certainly would be a candidate for that. Since, as I said, we've seen him three bet top pair without any other draws. So right. this to him is like, you know, five aces. Right. He's got quint aces here.
1: So there are two combos of hands that make perfect sense that have Prahlad beat. Yeah. Beyond that, it has to be Andy's weird and he has the king queen with the king of clubs. Or I guess Andy could have the king jack with the king of clubs. Although yeah. Pallad is so much more likely to have that in, in his hand.
0: Right. No, King. I think that's the other thing is king jack with the king of clubs. So then there's another three combos there, right? Yeah. Um, so, so there's two easy combos that make perfect sense, not perfect sense, make reasonable sense. And then there's the other three combos that Andy really might play just like
1: this. Yep. Okay, so that's five combos of and then, bad news. And then you got to add some random Andy King of Clubs like he has. I guess you do. Here's the question. Does he have any bluffs? I I don't think he should. That's not what I'm asking you. Yeah, I don't know if he does, but let's talk about if he should or not, because this is okay. a podcast about theory. Great. Right? Should Andy ever have a bluff here when Perlot leads the river after this line?
0: Yes. If it's about theory, the answer is yes. I'll tell you why. Okay. Because if not, then Prolad should always be able to comfortably fold
1: anything that isn't the nuts. That's a problem. That's a problem. But is it a big enough problem that it's worth having a bluff where Pralad could easily have the king of clubs as played so easily?
0: Um, I think in practice, it's really hard to have bluffs here. But I think in theory, if you don't have bluffs here, you are t- face up and too easy to play against. And poker is all about putting people in situations where they don't like being in and they're not sure what to do and your hand isn't obvious. It's about I, deception.
1: I understand that's what we're trying to accomplish in all the hands that we play, but I think there are some runouts and lines that make it impossible and make it so that it's actually very minus EV to be balanced or uh, try, to, try to accomplish balance. Well, I mean, it does, you don't have to have very many bluffs
0: here, right? You just have to have some bluffs here, like a little bit of bluffs at like least. With, I mean, just random I don't hands. know. It's, this is the problem. It's really hard to come up with anything at all because there's nothing to block, right? You're like, yeah. well, I block the blah, blah. I guess maybe you could have the five, five reducive clubs in your hand. So Fine. you block the straight flush. You block the, the nuts. Okay. That's the time when you could decide to bluff. All right. That's reasonable. It's and really, you're, as Andy, you're like, I can have this, and I block it. It's the nuts. I know he can't have it. I can, that's when I can bluff. It's really hard to have the
1: five reducive clubs in your hand without having a flush. It sure is. It's so hard. On the turn, I mean. But, so, so, so hard. Yeah. I don't think you're supposed to have any bluffs here.
0: I mean, again, coming back to theory, then what's the value of raising? If you don't have any bluffs, what... And, and, you don't want to get penalized in orbit. Great. <laughs> cool. I mean, the, like, the value of raising in theory is supposed to be... You have to be able to get paid sometimes, right? Yeah. If, the, if your opponents can play perfectly against you, then there's no value in raising, right? I don't raising almost becomes a
1: game theory disaster. Well, it, it isn't. There's is no disaster to it, but, but it sort of plays like that. Okay. Right. But that's, you're playing against a perfect opponent when you're saying that, right? Like in the real world, yeah. you're not. And people will talk themselves into calls with the queen of clubs, with the jack of clubs here. Sometimes
0: they will, but if they know you don't have any bluffs, then they will not.
1: Right. right. But you made about as much as you would have made if they checked anyway, right? That is not the point. They didn't check. They bet. They bet. We want to get called sometimes by the hands that are that are not thinking of clubs. We're here. I, I just still think I understand from a theoretical yeah. perspective what you're saying. Good. But in the theoretical land, we're supposed to be profitable, right? Of course. I don't think that's a profitable way to play in this scenario. But explain that. Like if if Pralad knows Andy has no bluffs.
0: Yeah. Right. Which you think he shouldn't have any bluffs. OK. How, how
1: many bluffs do you want him to have?
0: Well, I came up with a few, the Deuce of Clubs and the Five of Clubs. Again, I don't know how he ever has either of those in his hand, but it's Andy. Maybe it's possible. Um, maybe it's five, six off. It was, he flopped a straight draw. The five, yeah. and one of them is the Five of Clubs, so he can have it that way. I mean, it's really hard for him to have it. Um, but maybe that's the way he has the Five of Clubs. But, um, but the way to profitability is to not always have it here.
1: Is it? Yes. When Prahlad leads the river... Yes. And you said it was... Well, I remember going back, you, you said you would think he had the king of clubs, not the queen of clubs. Yeah, absolutely. Do you expect him ever to fold the king of clubs? No, of course not. Do you expect Perlad to ever ever
0: bluff? Let me say this again. Do I expect Perlad ever to fold the king of clubs? I, no, he's going to call it the king
1: of clubs. Yes. Okay. Do you expect Perlad to ever have a bluff? It's really hard to come up with any bluffs he can have. So how can it be profitable to raise as a bluff as Andy? Well, if he's betting the queen
0: of clubs also... Well, now half the time, how does he going to fold when how, we raise. He
1: only has the queen of clubs by having pocket queens, right? Yeah, but he only has the king of clubs by having pocket kings, right? He has king jack off.
0: Yes, he does. He has king jack off. That
1: is true. I guess he has queen jack off, too, then.
0: Yeah. Yeah, okay. So so the same combos. So that means half the time he donks, he's going to have to strongly consider folding. He should fold, actually, if he thinks we have no bluffs. that, And if we have just some bluffs in there, it means he has to call sometimes with that. And then now, so I think profitability. It's cl- like if he's going to be donking the Queen of Clubs, we have to have twenty five percent bluffs or okay. something
1: like that. And then we, we then he's got to call. If it all he's going to be donking the Queen of Clubs, which we hate, by the way, we hate that he donks the Queen of Clubs, but he did. Okay, but do we expect that? That's really what's happening. I mean, look, but this goes back to the same thing.
0: If Peralta should have some bluffs too, I don't know how he gets any, but he should have some bluffs, and he shouldn't only have the King of Clubs here. Now, the Queen of Clubs isn't the other thing I think you should have. I mean, I think you should have air here also somehow. I don't know how he has air, but he should have nothing. But because otherwise he's too face up and it's too easy for Andy not to, like Andy could come through. If Prahlad's only ever donking the King of Clubs here, then Andy can fold the Queen of Clubs easily, right? Yep. That's problematic. That's I, not I, how poker should I be mean, played. I mean, hated,
1: I hated Prahlad's bet.
0: Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. But he did bet and he's a very good player, right? And a very successful player. So I mean that he, means, he was I don't really know what he's been doing recently. Okay, but let's assu- let's assume he's not an idiot. He was yeah. he used to dominate online forever, right? right? For like years and years and years he was a top whatever, 10 online cash player or something yeah. like that, right? And I don't know if he still is, but he's probably still really good. And like I would guess that the he's playing 100 200, I guess that's either his own money or like people are buying him at like a markup, you know, and yeah. it's like it's a business for him and he's I'd be really like there's nothing that he's doing that I think like, oh, that guy is like no good. I understand no. I didn't like this bet either, but like I would guess he's very successful still, based on the little bits that I know. Okay. Let's so we- if he's doing that, that means other good players are doing that. I regret kind of thing, saying
1: so- I regret saying the word theory because okay. it's not it didn't really end in the discussion that I wanted. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. What I wanted was What did you want? The Sorry. discussion of like theoretically, from what we know about these players. Yeah. Do you think Andy would ever have a bluff here? Because it's so clear that Prahlad could have the king of clubs. Theoretically. So let's... You
0: just mean, do I think Andy could ever have a bluff yeah. here? That's all you're really asking. Okay. Um, I think it's incredibly hard for Andy to, in practice to have a bluff here. Just like it's incredibly hard for Prahlad to have a bluff here. Yeah. Um, and this is problematic. Uh, like we were, for all the reasons we were talking about. But I think it's really, really, really hard to be bluffing, even though it's also hard for him to have it. It's easier for him to have it than for him to bluff because people don't bluff very often in this spot, because as you said, like Prolad's going to have the king of clubs a lot here. Yeah. Like a lot, 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 like maybe every time he has the king of clubs, he's going to bet it. Maybe,
1: maybe. Yeah. And
0: that's a problem.
1: <laughs> yeah. That said, Andy, of course needs to raise when he has the king of clubs. He's just like, I don't know how I'm going to get called. Right. Probably. Of course. I
0: mean, of, the way to get called is to be crazy and seen as bluffy. And for people to know, you don't always have it in this spot, right? Yeah. That's, that's the only way to get called, really. Or the person's horrible.
1: But right. Prahlad's not horrible. But, and he's not thinking about any of that. He's just thinking, I right. have the king of clubs. What a miracle that he bet. I hope there's some random way that he can call. Yeah. yeah. I hope
0: he has the queen of clubs and decides not to fold somehow. Yeah. But that's but, not
1: what happens. Pralad figures it out yeah. and folds. And I think that's
0: a good fold. Me too. Me too. I think it's one of those. He just has to have it here. Yeah. He just has to. He just has to. And in fact, you could actually use distribution to fold here as Perlad, which is yep. kind of cool. right? Because like You're like, for sure the worst hand I'm ever doing this with is the Queen of Clubs, right? And the best hand I'm ever doing is the King of Clubs. So I'm going to throw out the Queen and keep the King. That makes sense to me. Perlad might have a little bit of Deuce Fiverr Clubs. Okay, but there's only one combo of it anyway, and there's yep. so many combos of the other ones, and he's mostly not going to have it. Yeah. So it's such a small percentage of the, the whole pie. Right. And actually it's good if he has that anyway, that pushes the queen even further down, right? It makes yeah. it an
1: even easier fold. Yeah. So it was a good fold, bad bet, I think. Yeah, I and agree. Andy played that hand very spewy, but it worked out quite well for he him. He got so unbelievably lucky. Yes, he did. It's crazy. But Pilad lost pretty much the minimum. Pretty much, considering the way Andy decided. I guess it's raise the flop. Depends on how much Andy would decide to bet if Praad checked the river. Yeah, he might think he can't get paid big if because he, he has the can of clubs on that board. He might decide to bet smaller to get called by what just random we, clubs? weaker clubs or like a, somebody who just decides. I guess the jack of clubs yeah. specifically.
0: But he's Andy, you know. He can be he's the bluffy guy, right? Like the the everything won't be as defined. Like on when Prahlad donks and Andy raises, now the hand's super defined. Yeah, I think something strong. we
1: didn't talk about is Perlad sizing. I think that was a bit of a mistake too. He bet a bit too big, twenty k into twenty nine k. I, I think if you're trying to accomplish, like, getting called by a worse hand, you should probably bet less. Mm. That's an interesting point. And if you're trying to block, like, a little bit, you're yeah. you're not really doing a good job of charging yourself a lot less than Andy would charge you most of the time. It'd be kind of cool, actually, for Prahlad to bet, like, 6,000.
0: Yeah. You know, and then if Andy raises, he can call much easier because now Andy might be jumping on the sizing. Right. You actually open up a lot more bluffs. You make it so there are bluffs there. Yeah. Sort of force there to be bluffs. And worse clubs may just decide to call you. Yep. Like the jack Clubs now is like, I call yep. 6,000. Yep. So I think actually that's a cool play. Right. Um, if you're not going to check. Checking yeah. is obviously reasonable too, but 6,000 is pretty sweet. I agree. Because you may just say, and he may just have to raise you. He may just feel like he has to. Yep. And you're just like, call. You just instant call and you lose this time, but you win a lot and it's fine. That's good. Good. Okay. All right, we're done. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. You're not gonna show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, you am bound to leave them tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the crown and do be traveling the globe. We still have time to make it. Home.